Happy Thursday afternoon. It is game week 23 this weekend. We're on a short week, Rob. No rest for the weary, my friend. Bring it on. Got some big ones this weekend. I am excited. Me too, brother. Tell the people what we do. Bryce, every week we give the people three plays each. They could be money lines. They could be draws. One of our personal favorites lately. Uh, Money lines with both teams to score. You never know. Juice it up, baby. I love it. And let's get it started with my Spurs going up to Goodison Park where Everton keeps hitting speed bumps. Coming into this game, three losses followed by Two draws, two scoreless draws in the last two out. Uh, Everton at home at Goodison, now in the drop zone. You're getting two to one on your money. Spurs coming to town in plus money at plus 130, that draw being plus 375. You're over under at two and a half, and the books think that thing's going over being minus 165. Just like I said, they are down in the drop zone, Rob. Possibly more penalties coming their way. Still no decore. I don't know. The dro- the the goal scoring has dried up, my friends. And uh, what do the Spurs got? The Spurs put on a offensive display in that second half against the Bees. We know that they are really humming now with Madison back, getting healthy. Sar's going to be back this weekend from AFCON. Clearly still no Son and no Basuma as they are away on international duty. I just, for me, you guys are going to think Homer. You're going to think a lot of things, but Spurs just got too much offensive power. Richarlson flying. Uh, Johnson coming off the bench with a beauty. Timo looked beautiful in that game, and I don't think Everton's going to have an answer at home. Rob, what are you seeing in this one? What do you like? Well, I see where your head is. It's hard to disagree. I just think what's going on behind the scenes with Everton is probably weighing too much on them. You know, it sounds like FA is going to wrap up another investigation against them. I think they can survive another five-point penalty. I don't think they can survive more than that. And you got to be thinking, what's it all for at this point? So I see nothing but a Spurs win here. As well, it's going to be a lock for me, guys. That's going to be my first play at plus 130. And going back to that, the penalty deduction, I mean, I don't know that it's going to matter if Luton keeps playing the way they're playing, Rob, because (laughs) they are making a case not to be in the drop zone whatsoever the way they've been playing over the last five weeks. We will get to that later. Let's talk about this M23 Derby, my friend. M23 Derby, Brighton hosting Crystal Palace uh, across the board. Some funky numbers here. Minus 145 for Brighton at home. Plus 310 on the draw, which is all Brighton seems to want to do. And Palace, a brutal plus 390 on the road. So, Brighton, their star is fading a little bit. It Uh, really feels that way, doesn't it? It really does. I mean, it was Deserby this, Deserby that for like the first two months of the year. I have not heard his name until I just said it in a long time. (laughs) Brighton went to Luton. And felt the wrath last week. They got rocked 4-0. I mean, that's a that's a no call, no show game right there at Kenworth. Yeah, mail it in. I mean, it was it was two nil after like what four minutes. So. Blame it on the stadium. I mean, what are you going to say? What do yeah. what do those players have to say? Obviously, they're dealing with injuries. We know that, but I mean, that is just not posting, looking disinterested. I mean, ugh. Yeah, pretty pretty brutal. So they're picking up points. So people got to be a little bit worried about that. And if Luton stays up, we said that it's going to be one of the greatest footballing accomplishments, you know, in Premier League history. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, Brighton's uh, that 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 injury room is getting crowded over there. So, I mean, you still got Sully out uh, and seat goes out on Sufati still out. Uh, Milner and Pedro both left due to injury last week. 
And then uh, Matoma and Adringa still away in cup competitions. But Palace eked out a win against Sheffield. Hell of a match that was. My God. Uh, you know, the big triumvirate of Elise, Eze, and Ayu all started. But, again, these injuries racking up over there, too. Eze and Elise also left early due to injury. Look, we were on the wrong side of that game. Uh, as many of you know, it, they were kind of hiding their cards there in the sense that I they didn't think I would be prepared post-Africa and the question of, is Elise going to be able to go? And they all went. And what happens when they all play together, Rob? They ball out. They ball out, man. And that I think that that's what makes this a tough pick for me is like, are we going to have all three of them on the field? If they are, I like those chances a lot better than if they aren't. I don't know. Where, where's your brain bending on this one, Rob? I've been going back and forth on this. This field, the line is telling me Brighton figures it out. Current play can't do it. I mean, it's look, you know, obviously your Arsenal destroy Palace, right? Yeah. We know. And then we think uh, Hodgson's done. And then they put up this brazen fight last week against Sheffield, who's fighting to get up off the bottom of the mat, right? Um, but guess what? The three of those those three ballers we were just talking about, they put on a freaking show. Do they have it here? I mean, we know. What's the history here, Rob? We know the history. It's it's just draw, draw, draw. Just that, draw. That's all they do. Five of the last seven. I finished 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. including the reverse match this year. Right. Oh, you going to make a play here? Without seeing lineups on this one, I really can't. It's just with the injury questions, based on when we got to record the show, if Eze and Elise, they all start, I would take draw. But without knowing that, it's a stay away for me. Um, I'll probably play it live. Let's remember to tweet something about that um, when they release lineups for that. That's right. And if you uh, are on the socials, give us a follow at The Footy Fools. We give you tidbits as lineups come out. So important as you look at what the books are doing to make sure you're hedging in the right direction. And if you can afford to wait, always wait for those lineups to come out and post. Uh, I'll tell you where there are some other injury concerns here. Fulham. You know, Jimenez gets subbed off at the half in the last game after he had been gone on that red card. We know what happened while he was away. And then Diop also forced off the field. And now this Fulham team, who you think we're going to get it back together with Jimenez's return, uh, they got to go up to Turf Moor. Turf Moor, where, you know, this Burnley team is playing with a little bit more bite. I mean... You know, it's still a scratch of the head. Uh, company still has a job. They haven't played extremely well at Turf Moor. We know that. But here's the line for you guys. Burnley, you're getting two to one on your money at home. Uh, Fulham coming to town is a plus 145. That draw, plus 240. Over under sitting two and a hook with negative 110 on either side of that. Um, I mean, look, like I said, Burnley, they've got one win in eight. Um, they brought in Fafana from Chelsea. He came on in the last game and assisted. So maybe they're going to be able to find some offensive, uh, I don't know, ingenuity, more effort there on the top end. Um, but Fulham, like I said, I mean, one win in six here, no goals in two thinking Jimenez is going to turn that around. He looks like he's going to be out. If Diop is out too, I don't know where the goals are going to come from here, Rob. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. And this is, you know, we're just in a really, rough part of the season where the injuries are just mounting. Yeah. I mean, and, and obviously dealing with inter- international play, not, not as many international players in these two teams, but this time of year, certainly after the holidays, injuries, people being away, trying to balance that all out. We keep thinking, is Burnley going to put up a fight? Can Fulham do anything without Femenez? 
it's a head scratcher for me. It's not going to be a play for me, Rob. If you if you really wanted to twist my arm, I might float something on Burnley at that plus 200 just with that number being so juicy. But I want to make sure Jimenez and Diop are out. Jimenez looks to be out. Diop, I, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I agree. Again, just, it's one thing if you know a guy's out, you can make a play. But when you got all these kind of game time decisions, late fitness tests, it's really, really hard. It's a tough one. You staying away? Yes, I think I'm staying away. Like if I knew for a fact that Jimenez was off or out, I would take Burnley here. Yeah. I think uh, if you're Vincent Company, like you bastards just embarrassed me in front of my old team. Yeah. I feel dumb. And you got to think there's a little bit of blood in the water with this Fulham team who just can't seem to get it going, maybe? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, tell me about this Newcastle team. What do we know about them, Rob? Uh, they're bipolar. Um, the defense is leaky now. But, like everyone else we've already talked about, a ton of injuries. Uh, yeah. So Newcastle hosting uh, Luton. Across the board at St. James Park, you're going to have minus 235 for the home team, plus 400 on the draw, plus 600 for the visiting Hatters, over under, plus 145 on three and a half. Now, Newcastle, who saw this coming? Nobody. We had this one wrong. Everyone and their mother had this one wrong last week. They went to Villa Park, the fortress, and won 3-1. But Alex Isak... Subbed off early. Uh, no Joe Linton, Callum Wilson, Harvey Barnes. Are they going to play? Just all these bizarre game time decisions this week. It is mostly gone though. There, I, I I'm seeing like Wilson's and Barnes probably out. Uh, Linton, I don't know. I Luton though, just getting it done. I mean, you know, go back to this Brighton team, but who cares about that? I mean, Luton just putting on a show for their fans at Kenilworth there. Obviously now they're going on the road again. We've talked about it before with them. I mean, they, I don't, I got to look at the numbers here, but I don't think they've lost a game by more than one. So it's not like people are just taking them out back and whooping them the way some championships come up and get whooped and beat up on a la Sheffield United earlier this year. Um, But you're not seeing that last five, three wins, one one draw, one loss. They've scored in nine straight. I mean, they're doing something right there, Rob. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been it's been crazy to watch. Uh, I try to watch Luton when I can, especially at home. But we're at St. James Park. We're missing some people. I have a play, Bryce. Talk to me, Bobby. I haven't done this yet. I'm going to audible from the pre 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 show here. <laughs> Anthony Gordon to score a goal. Plus 225. I love that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're taking as one of your three plays a goal scorer. You're going against pre-show notes here. We're going to do whatever we want to. Audible right here, right now. Anthony Gordon, anytime goal scorer, plus 225. Write that down. That just happened. That's happening. All right, quick review for you guys. Reminder, we give you three picks each throughout the pod. We'll recap at the end. Rob just picked an anytime goal scorer and an Anthony Gordon, uh, plus 225. I think it's a, a smart pick, a wise pick. As we know, Isak's off, Joe Linton off, Callum Wilson off, right? So there's going to be opportunity. If they're going to get goals, who are they going to come from? You would think they would have to come from Anthony Gordon, Rob. Yeah, I mean, they're going to score. That Luton defense away isn't great. I think Gordon does it. There I it is. think he's going to point to the badge, even though he's an Evertonian boy, after scoring a goal. And uh, 
that 50 bucks, 100 bucks I place on that, it's going to come back plus 225. Let's that go. will leave it at one unit. That one unit that you're going to put down indeed kind of turns into 2.25 units plus the one back at 3.25. Look at that to even money for the weekend. If you hit that one, my friend, uh, I'm going to take you over to Bramall Lane where Sheffield United is going to host this Villa team. We know they've had troubles on the road and now apparently at home, really floundering, seem, seeming to have a tough time finding the next there really got outworked especially in that first half against that Newcastle team we were just talking about but the Blades I mean they put up some fight uh, at Selhurst Park but they come out losers there two to three they are in all the way at the bottom there we know this mm-hmm. under Wilder one two and five I mean just it's just not happening for them four goals in their last two which is looks like a kind of a turnaround for them maybe a yeah. little bit more offense could be the defenses they were playing though I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm having a hard time with this Villa team, Rob. They were such a sure bet, especially at home, and now that's kind of faltering. Is Emery's message wearing down? We know the trouble they've had on the road. Uh, was the rarefied air of the top four getting to them mentally? I, I don't know. Like, how do you see this, Rob? How do you see what's happened to this Villa team? It's, yeah, it's bizarre. Uh you know, they, they've always struggled on the road, but now that they're not really doing it at home is really kind of changing everything. So still in fifth, uh, they are level with your Spurs on points, by the way, if you want to talk about. Yep. That's a tiebreaker differential, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're Sheffield United and you're the board, my guess is you're planning for life at the championship already for next year. I mean, you have 10 points in 22 matches. Yeah, and it, I mean, he, switching the coin over to, the, to Villa here, look, two goals in four comp, four games, all competitions, right? Mm-hmm. Who were their goals against? They snuck that one. Ollie Watkins kind of tip in there to make it 3-1 in that game. That's one. Mm-hmm. Zero against Chelsea, zero against Everton in cup games, and then one against Middlesbrough. I mean, we're not talking about posting goals against teams you should post goals against. Right. No, 100% agreed. Um that's a problem. It's just they're they're not doing it. Like what? There's nothing really else to say. Yeah, I, I this is not going to be a play for me, Rob. Where are you at? Mm, no, no. It's just uh, it's too many bizarre trends to butt for me to come up with anything here. Honestly, it's a wacky one for me. Why don't you take us over to the Vitality? Yes, Bournemouth. Um, it's hosting Naughty Forest uh, across the board. Minus one fifty for Bournemouth. Plus 310 on the draw, plus 390 for Forrest to go to the Vitality and do it. It's been uh, over under here. It's two and a half, minus 150 on the over, plus 125 on the under. Last time out, Bournemouth, uh, 1-1 draw at the London Stadium. Dominic Solanke, he's basically become the new Jared Bowen show. He is just freaking scorching hot. I mean, just insane. Uh, obviously, anytime here, just sitting on uh, even money now as he gets to 13 goals on the season. Rob, I'm glad I was able to sneak him for, I think, 135 in the last game and thought that was a little a little uh, undervalued. But when it hits, it's never undervalued, is it, Rob? That's right. You don't pay, ju- you don't pay juice if you win, buddy. You don't. <laughs> That's the truth. Isn't that the truth? So, yeah, I mean, Bournemouth is way higher up at the table than we both thought at this point. Um, Forest losers to my arsenal last week. But um, is your boy Nuno star fading a little bit? Something to be said for that. Uh, they just lost back to back Brentford and Arsenal. Um, your boy Serge Aurier, Bowley, uh 
Aina Sangare also at AFCON. So it's a little thin there. But Forest have scored in every game under Nuno. Five thin, matches, 10 goals. Five matches, 10 goals, right? I mean, and just uh, clearly a way more exciting brand of football. They're getting goals from all around. It's just not just Wood and that hat trick, right? I mean, Gibbs White scoring, Dominguez. Uh, they're, they're getting even comp, uh, contributions from all around the field, which I love seeing. It's just like a much more fun brand of football to watch than what we had under the last gaffer, as you know. Um, but this Cherries team, I don't know what the expectation at London Stadium was there in last out when they, they got that draw against the Hammers, as we know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they thought they'd take all three, if they're happy with the point. But coming home to the vitality, you got to think they are going to be gearing to get all three points here, Rob. Yes. I think so, which leads me to my play. Talk to me, brother. I will be taking the Cherries to win, put both teams to score. I think uh, Force have enough firepower. I think that streak continues. I see two, one, three, one Bournemouth here. Give me that juice. I love it, Rob. Uh, Cherries BTTS for you right there is going to be a plus two ten. Mm. Sure. Look at look at you getting juicy on back to back plays, my friend. Yes, let's go. Uh, let, go to the bridge, Bryce. L- let me take you to the bridge where Chelsea. We know what happened to them last out. Uh, Liverpool big announcements from Klopp, and what happened? What happened? Uh, Liverpool uh, responded. I would say. I would say they did indeed. I mean, obviously Chelsea sneak one there, but it, that was never a game, never really in play. Meanwhile, this Wolves team coming to town, they drop a game at the Molyneux for the first time in a long time, but in what, what showed a lot of fight from that team. Obviously, uh, just losing by one, but going down by two, coming back, going down again, coming back. Yeah. In the end, uh, you know, in ninety plus plus there. Uh, United take the point, all three points away from them. But I mean, I think we've seen awesome things from Wolves. Uh, Neto's back, back in form. Obviously, Huang, he will be back in the squad soon, but not in time from this one. I don't think too much time change um, for the Wolves here. Numbers are weird for me, Rob. I, you know, Chelsea, a bigger favorite than I would have guessed if you had me set this line at minus 165 and Wolves being close to five times your money at plus 460. I mean, that is just a big, big number. <sighs> You know, if you like the way the Wolves have played, and I do, you look at it like a draw, no bet there. It gets a lot uh, more interesting in terms of like a a number that is more approachable, if you will, than that 460, but still plus plus money. Uh, Two and a half here being the over under being minus 150 if you're going over under plus 120. Again, Chelsea, you got a lot of players out the back. We know that Reese James still gone, right? Kukurea gone, Fafana gone. Uh, I don't know. Jackson's still at AFCON, right? So it's still a lot of questions with this Chelsea team. I'm not convinced at this point in time. I like what Neto's doing. Obviously, Gary O'Neill's been awesome here. Um, but I just I, I can't make a play here. I, I, I don't know that Chelsea wins this game. When you look at this line, you think it's a certainty. I don't think it's a thir- certainty, Rob. I <laughs> I mean, Chelsea's been as inconsistent as they come. They got to be really hurting from last week and what happened. I don't know who's going to show up. I don't know where they're at mentally. Does not feel good or right. I can't find the play on this game. All right. I mean, but if you did want to entertain that idea, uh, what I'm floating here, this is not going to be a pick for me, but if you wanted to entertain Wolves draw no bet here, you think they're going to withstand it at the bridge. You're getting plus 350, Rob. That's a big number. Yeah, I can't find the play here. <laughs> Let's move no, on. No Korean. 
No let's, bat. Let's go. Uh, by the way, Neto goes back to back here. It'd be plus 510. But let's go to the other half of that game at the Molyneux where Manchester United did get all three points on a beauty, Rob. Did you see that? Did you see that from uh, Minnow, the winner? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was silky and like. It looked effortless. He didn't try to overpower the ball into the back of the net when he got a little bit of space. He really found it through. Just a weird, weird game for me. I mean, it looked like United at the Molyneux against the Wolves there. Number one, Rashford starting. Shocking development, right? Okay. Um, I think the team... I didn't have that. I did not have that. Didn't have that. Uh, no. Um, I thought... Ten Hag, not- kind of a dick. Kind of sticks to his guns. This and then all of a sudden... Dutch. And well, then to still start Rashford does not say much about the state of Manu. I think he knew what he had in these two games. You know, uh, we, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Going to the Molyneux is tough. And then now you're hosting a Hammers team who I think is angry about what happened at the London Stadium here just a day before last. Um, United, though, they, they went up quickly and early. They were dominating play, but they really couldn't put the Wolves away. Yeah. I, I thought Granacho played one of his better games, mm-hmm. but Bruno Fernandez looked, uh, I, I don't know, disconnected in the second half, missing wide open players. They could have even opened it up in the second half as Wolves got closer. So I, I think it's kudos to both teams for making the most out of it. Uh, by the way, uh, this just in, Rob, uh, McTominay, top scorer for United this year. Did you have that? Uh, Obviously, in, that's a lock. Yeah, lock. Certainly a lock there. Um, but United unable to put games away. Meanwhile, we look on the other side of this coin and we got West Ham. They drew with the cherries at home where they've been very good. I think they are not happy with that result. I think they fully expected to get the three points there. Um, weird though. They listen, they haven't won here at old Trafford in a long, long time, Rob, but positives for them. Kudos does return. Um, so this game is a weird one for me. I'm, I'm not buying this United team. They haven't won back-to-back in months. I think you got to go all the way back to uh, early November there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they seem to like one step forward, two steps back all year. I think they rest on their laurels a little bit. I think we've seen that time and time again. Meanwhile, this Hammers team, we've seen great things from them. Kudas back in the squad, started the last game. But it really, you know, with these players coming back from Africa and Asia, it takes time for them to adjust. I think we're going to see much better production out of him in this game. And I think there's going to be more fight in the Hammers, in in the Irons for this one for me, Rob. That's why it's going to be a play here for me, a little bit of a wacky. Give me these Irons, West Ham, on the road, draw no bet. That takes their number from plus 400 down to plus 280. I'm happy there. They haven't lost in a long time. I mean, they've lost, what, one out of their last 11 games. It doesn't happen often, and I don't think they lose this game. And at that point in time, it's a coin flip for me. Get my money back or up it. Give me that plus 280, brother. Ooh, <laughs> Bryce laying the, the serious money here. It's serious. And the other thing that I do really like here, um, as I mentioned, Kudus back. He played, he played really well in that game against Bournemouth. I think he's going to find the back of the net here. I think he's being disrespected on this line. I'm not giving to you, you this one like Rob did, but plus 310 on Kudus anytime. Talk to me about that when it hits. All right? That's where I am. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the match of the weekend, shall we? Indeed, the match of the weekend, my friend. Arsenal hosting Liverpool. My mouth fell on the floor when I saw this line, Bryce. I could not believe it. 
Uh, I know you're listening here on the game sheet as plus 133. Oh, it's down to plus 125 now on DraftKings. Wow. So. Not a sponsor, DraftKings. But no, not a sponsor, We're happy Kings. to take your money. But, yes. Uh, no. Yep. But uh, anyway, the so Arsenal at home, plus 125, over under, over minus 145, under plus 120. I find all of this very interesting. What, are you still seeing Liverpool there at two to one on the money? Yes. Plus 200 for pool. Yes. Uh, um, I mean, we know no Salah. No Salah. Sounds like uh, Darwin is in question for the weekend. So maybe no Nunez. Yeah. Who's been very, very good lately. So then I'm assuming we're going to see what Jota. Jones. And God, who am I forgetting? But it's kind of it's gonna be patchwork for uh, Jurgen up top for Liverpool this weekend. I mean, you say patchwork, but they still scored four in three straight, Rob. Yeah, and and Nunez has only accounted for two of those, and Salah's been gone that entire time. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty decent. Uh, so they find a way in this total football that they play over there, my friend. They've been getting it done. So last week, of course, I don't want to say Arsenal barely holding on, but I survived about a nine minute heart attack uh <laughs> went to forest where we had not won since they've been up so pulled that out um martinelli reclaiming his starting spot dude came on as a man possessed the week before scoring two late goals but yeah they they need to get something from this game um for sure Otherwise, they, the gap really, really widens here. They do. And I mean, even look, it's easy to look at that score, the Arsenal and Palace, and you're like, oh, 5-0. I mean, Martinelli put that game away with the two late, late, late goals. Yeah. But it was still that first half was choppy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then last week you guys were freaking choppy. Well, we it, had the ball the entire half. And that, I think, almost gets weird. It's almost good to go back and forth sometimes. But when, you know, these teams pack it in the box, it just Arsenal suffer when that happens. Yeah. So I know we like playing this big possession game, but it just, you know, it's uh, it just doesn't work. It's like watching an NHL goalie get hot in the playoffs and you're just peppering them. But I'll tell you, I'll happens. tell you what's not going to happen here, Rob. Uh, Liverpool will not be packing it in the box against you. I'm going to I'm going to put some money on that. I don't know how you make that bet, but that's not happening. OK, go on. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, that's not the style of play that Liverpool plays. It's not Klopp's belief. Unless they're down a man, two men, you, even when they're down one man, which they were against my Spurs, uh, they didn't mm-hmm. pack it in. They still try to go forward. They're always going to try to go forward. I don't know if that opens up enough, enough opportunity for you guys on the wings or not. I don't know if Diaz can get it together up top with whoever he's going to be playing with there. Um, but I, I, I look, I, this is a weird one because with where these two teams are – it's almost as if Arsenal need the three points more than Liverpool. They drew, they drew last out, right? They drew at Anfield. We know that game. We were on that game big time. Is this going to have a PBH feel to it? And then you look at the missing starters for Liverpool. You're thinking, okay, well then do, does it feel more under, or is this game really going to open up? I mean, my gut is that it's going to open up and mainly that has to do with Arsenal needing the points. And that lends itself to the ball going back and forth. I am trying to find a play here and you can make your case for all possibilities <laughs> on Friday afternoon. Here's what... all possibilities. I think in terms of best value, what's likely to happen. This is an emotional hedge a little bit for me, Bryce. Are you going to make a play here? Or what? I am. Come on, come with it. Dr- draw. 
So double draw. We're going double draw for the season. Liverpool and Arsenal, that's what you're telling me. Yes. It paid well last time. It um, does. I hate betting on Arsenal to drop points. For the record, I'd be thrilled to lose this bet if we win. Yeah, of course. But it just feels like a draw spot. It feels, I think, the missing players, too, lend itself to that. We've been banging around for everybody. Pull the curtain back. I mean, is this going over, under? It's all the things we've talked about. A lot of times when you keep talking both sides of the coin, it ends up right in the fucking middle, doesn't it, Rob? Yeah, it really does. When you really can't make a decision one way or the other, draw. That's why it's there. Draw. There it is. Uh, I got it here. 265, Rob. That worked for you? Yes. 265 that is three 200 plus plays from my boy not the conservative dutchman i know and love so much i'll take you to monday at the g tech where brentford with ivan tony welcome the champions you know this is going to be a lopsided line you know it rob plus 650 for the bees city come to town minus 245 that draw you're getting four times your money the over under at three and a hook people expecting goals here as am i you're over though plus 140 still some value there minus 175 we know that um they got off to a reasonably good start against spurs in the bees that is uh mope decided to do the madison celebration we know what happened rob do you remember what happened uh, uh it was they great. got they got rolled then they got rolled right now as um, much as i hate spurs i hate neil mope almost <laughs> as much he had he, he is the owner of a top three punchable face in the premier league i hate him uh, his shit housing is world class, though. It's it is it is world class. Uh, moving balls, getting into it with goalkeepers. It is uh, always entertaining. But you're gonna take a run. It matters, and then watch what happens in the second half. Regardless, let's get into this game. Obviously, there's more offensive prowess under Tony. There's better movement. Uh, bueno, still out. We know that certainly. But these bees need something. They're down to fifteenth. Look, one win and seven with six losses is not where you want to be at this point in time of the season. You got to find a way to get some points, certainly, to just give yourself some safety. Brentford's just in a position where they have to try to go forward here. You don't know what's going on around you in the table. You can only control the points that you go out and get. Can they get points here? Uh, you know, against a city team where you got Kevin De Bruyne back in the starting lineup, Holland coming off the bench. You'd think, is he going to start here, Rob? Probably, uh, you know, if not, you're going to see him. Um, you're going to see him. But what has City been doing? Something we know City's been doing. City has been giving up goals in the Premier League to just about everybody. They've given up a goal in 10 of 11. The only time they blinked somebody was that Blades game that they won 2 nothing. We've referenced a couple of times, wondering what this team is in terms of City. Arsenal so, blanked them, but go on. Yes, indeed. 3-3 um, three, three with my Spurs. But uh, th- there's going to be a play for me here, and it involves that, Rob. You can't fade City going to the G-Tech. you got to look for the Bs to try to get something going here. Give me City and the BTTS. Uh, I love it. Give it 185, I'll take it. And if you want a side fun thing, Tony's getting two to one on the money. You got to think he's got that in, in the bag, my friend. Yeah. Or see what uh, Tony first Brentford goals plays. Cause I don't see anyone else getting on the score sheet for Brentford here. Well, no. Mope, maybe your boy do a little wow. dance, piss off, <laughs> piss up, piss off those citizens, man. Well, Hey, uh, let's get you a recap real quick. My three plays. I'm taking Spurs on the money line plus plus one thirty. I'm going to take 
Hammers going to Old Trafford. Draw no bet. Plus 280, Rob. And then this game right here, giving me Manchester City to win with both teams scoring at plus 185. What you got, brother? All right, Bryce. I, myself, am going with Bournemouth to win, but Forrest to score a goal. I'm going to go with Anthony Gordon showing up for the Toon Army, plus 225, and then my Arsenal to draw at home to Liverpool. Plus 265 on that one. And that BTTS, Cherries, Nottingham Forest, uh, with the Cherries winning there for you, Rob, is going to be plus 210. Some juicy plays from my boy Rob. All plus 200. It's going to be a juicy parlay if you get into that. And let me tell you something. If you are investing or gambling, I ask one thing. You do it fucking responsibly. Don't be a jabroni spending money you don't have. Don't sit on the can after a couple of beers and think, I can lay all this money and I know better than everybody else because more than likely you don't. And you know what they say. It's expensive to put air conditioning in the fucking desert. And that's the truth. (laughs) Now, when are we going to be back, Rob? When are we coming back? I guess we're back Tuesday or Wednesday. Let's get a recap on Tuesday. We'll be back on Tuesday. we got a normal week next week. It's going to be great. In the meantime, guys, let's get out there and break those banks. Let's get this money, y'all. Have a good one. See you Tuesday.